Welcome to the Simply Is Coffee Shop, everyone. Today's show is a very passionate topic to all of us here on panel today, as well as the studio audience, and possibly even some of you viewers that have followed us for a long time. The topic of discussion today is Whispering Ponies Ranch and what we do there, and why the work that we do is so extremely important and the life-changing to all that are involved. So in case somebody hasn't heard about Whispering Ponies Ranch, Nita, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Whispering Ponies Ranch and what it is. Whispering Ponies Ranch is a, a place where we allow groups to come at no cost, and we work mostly with the Royal Family mm-hmm. Kids Camps and Teen Reach. And it's because we believe in, in what they do and the accomplishments during those weeks that they are there. We have all kinds of amenities that we exercise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe is our recreation director. He makes sure that the swimming pool, the chemicals are always perfect. And he oversees our rock wall and zip line and and every of that kind of recreation. Mm -hmm. And Kate is our um, animal encounter director. (laughs) And she helps us manage what we do with the animals. And I mostly work with the groups. And Nidalee is very vital to all of everything. You know, we were talking yesterday, how do we introduce Nita? And it's like, well, she's kind of everywhere and everything. So (laughs) she's everybody's assistant. So very vital to everything we do. But in any case, these kids come at no cost. And during the week that they are there, we work with them through all of these different activities. And Catherine does our food service. (laughs) And so we're all intricately knit as to what happens there. But I, I would like to actually open it up and allow all of us to share because we all have really fun things and oh, absolutely. meaningful things, life-changing things to talk about today. So, but that's kind of it in a nutshell. Yeah. So what kind of children though come to Fosters, the camps? Foster care, uh, kids who are wards of the state, um, abused and traumatized children. And, mm-hmm. and we see the changes happening just within a few days. And Teen Reach is only there for like three and a half days, and it's amazing how much we see in that short period of time. You would think that they just barely get started, and they have to know there's so much that gets accomplished during that. Uh, It's a different program geared to the older children who age out of royal family, but it's all wonderful stuff, life-changing, as you put it, uh, what we do. Absolutely. I'll just toss this out, food for thought. Um, so, like, we, we now that we have time to kind of break it down and we're not stuck to a time limit, we can talk a little bit about some of the stuff that mm-hmm. we do. We've talked in the past about what the groups do, and I'm sure that's going to come up before the day's over because right. we're going to be re- rehashing birthday parties and, and all what parties. happens at the arena when the kids come for the animals yeah. and tea parties. Nita loves the tea parties. But let's talk a little bit about what we get to do uh, on our end, because I don't think we've had a whole lot of time to break that down, and I really want to share that today. Yeah, so going back, if if you don't know what Royal Family Kids camps are or what Teen Reach is, go back way back in the archives, and you should be able to type those keywords in, and you can watch us interview some of the camp directors that actually bring the kids, and so they'll tell you a little bit about their side of it and what they do, and those were amazing shows as well, so make sure you go back and watch those, but Kate, tell us a little bit about the animal encounter and how that works. So we have three main activities that we 
provide for the children. Mm-hmm. We have one uh, is paint-a-pony, so we bring one of our white horses or, you know, light-colored horses. And we have washable, um, non-toxic kindergarten finger paint, and they can mm-hmm. paint whatever they want on their hands. They can do handprints on the horses, paint butterflies. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And also, we've seen some kids um, who are a little bit nervous around the horses, Yeah, not you know, not as comfortable around them, but then they actually open up more because mm-hmm. they can unleash their artistic side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's very interesting. Our second activity is the pony carts. Okay. We have these little horses, you know, we have all this gear on that we hook up to them and then we put them on a cart and then we can teach the kids how to drive these little ponies. And it's very interesting for these kids to learn how to drive because they can learn how to be very gentle, how to learn how to control something, you know, how to learn how to trust the animal and the people that they're working with. It Mm -hmm. probably is empowering for them. Of course. Oh, yes, it is. Yes. These are kids that are told every day what they're going to do. They don't get to make decisions. Right. But when they take that little horse... And they realize that that little horse is listening to them. Right. Just with the gentle little tug of the finger. Even the teenagers. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> that's cool. In fact, I think that's the one that surprised me the most was those teenage boys. Because I'm thinking. Yeah. They're teenage boys. They're not going to get them. We're yeah. not talking horse. We're talking miniature right, horse. Right. 32 inches yeah, tall. It's not a glide. to keep their macho <laughs> personality. Yeah. But the smiles. They wait until they turn their back when they're going to the arena where they can't. They're looking at me going, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. They don't want everybody to know that they're feeling that way because they keep it really on the down low. But then when they come back around, they're all big and macho. They come back, oh, this is so much fun. I want to come back and do this. And we've got kids that are probably going to come back and want to work for us in the future. That's incredible. That's just been amazing. But continue. What else do we do? So our last thing that we like to do with the kids is I call it animal encounter. And it's almost like a little animal safari that we set up. We have different stations. We have one with goats, one with cows, one with the horses, the donkeys. Um, We have one with alpacas and our sheep. At each station, these kids, we give them a cute little bag. And at each station, we have almost like little themed souvenirs. Like we'll have alpaca hair that I get Mm -hmm. from our alpacas. (laughs) I call them our alpaca hair balls (laughs) that we give to them. And then we have, you know, little stamps or bracelets or whatever. And so... We like to try and give these kids as many tangible items that we can so that they can take home and always remember. A happy memory. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, huh? These kids love those. Some of the counselors, I've noticed, (laughs) like to take the little bendable donkey and... Mm -hmm. (laughs) But their their excuse is is that they're bringing it back to their kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they're like, I'm just going to take a couple from my kids back at home. Wink, wink. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We also have a little color book that uh, features alpacas. Mm -hmm. And I found it very interesting that one of the teenage uh, girls from the last Teen Reach that we had actually saw that she didn't get one and she's like where do I get one of those yeah, she was almost frustrated yeah. or something and then she you know ended up coming over to where the alpacas were and got them but yeah on the alpacas share a little bit about the difference in horses and the alpacas and what the kids get to do so with the alpacas um, we actually let the kids hand feed the alpacas which is something that they don't get to do with the horses 
because they can't see the end of their nose. And so if you hand feed a horse, you know, they might accidentally, you know, nibble or, Mm -hmm. you know, do something that Mm -hmm. might even just scare the kids, even if they weren't trying to hurt them. But alpacas, they are very gentle in the way they eat and their tongues are actually not long enough to lick (laughs) things. And so they've got these split little (laughs) lips that almost act as like little fingers and stuff. And so I think that's a very interesting thing that the kids get to do with those that's different than what they get to do with the horses. Right. Do they get to hand feed the goats too? Yeah, sometimes we let them hand feed the goats. But mostly I'm holding like one of our sheep and they don't really like to hand feed very much unless if you have like grain and we usually use alfalfa. Oh. Um, So then they're like, can I feed the sheep? I'm like, you can try. I don't know if you will. And <laughs> you can try, though. <laughs> and then they won't end up doing it. So then they lose interest and then go back to the alpacas. The alpacas. Yeah. But the interesting contrast between the feel of these little critters, the goats are a little more coarse, their hair is coarse, yeah. and the sheep are super fluffy, especially yeah. whenever Kate washes them, they get all fluffy, and she blow dries yeah. their hair too, and it fluffs up like a little cotton ball. Yeah. Cotton ball. Bob Ross, like yeah. a little white cloud running around. Yeah. She puts them through her spa. Yeah. She puts yeah. them through her spa, and they come out fluffy. Mm-hmm. And to see the look on the kids' face when they pet that sheep is just so cute, because mm-hmm. they're like, Whoa! This feels like a weird carpet. Yeah. And then they yeah. like stick their finger down and it's like, where did my finger go? Yeah, it just keeps like, going. Yeah. That that you just mentioned is so important, Juanita, because she's talking about the looks and the expressions that these kids give off at Whispering mm-hmm. Ponies Ranch. Mm-hmm. And if you're just joining the program and you've never heard about Whispering Ponies Ranch, I know that Nita mentioned that a lot of these kids are from foster care or whatever, but these are not just kids from foster care right. many of them have been right. rescued out of sex trafficking mm-hmm. yes yeah. all of them to be a part of the program that comes with rfk royal family kids and teen reach have mm-hmm. to have usually pretty severe yeah upbringings right. or troubled mm-hmm. paths so yeah. you're right. talking about you Extreme know kids cases. that have a lot of dilemmas yes mm-hmm. oh my gosh from communicational right yep. to psychological Emotional. they've been locked in dog cages and basements they've been whipped with bicycle chains They've been made to uh, hold their hands on the tops of stove tops. They've been hit with switches and sticks and electrical cords mm-hmm. and belts and neglected. Neglected. A neglect lot of the children that huge. come up with Royal Family Kids Camps, for them to get to eat mm-hmm. meals, plural, mm-hmm. per day. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And We've snacks. Had, on and top snacks. And you know, a lot of the kids come in sighting that this is the first chance they've had to eat in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. so sad. So you can't miss that this is not like when you think of youth right. camp, you know, show of hands, probably at some point most of you have gone to like a Bible camp, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. You played with squirt guns and did, mm-hmm. you know, water slides Nothing, and played in swimming like pools. What, what we offer though. This, yeah, what we do at Whispering Ponies Ranch is highly specialized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of long history psychology goes into why we use the amenities that right, we yeah. use. Mm-hmm. Why are we using animals How we interact. to interact with children? What's the purpose of the program? Yeah. It's yeah. fun mm-hmm. to sure. ride a zip line and to climb a rock wall or to play inside the indoor swimming pool. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention that, you know, each one of these experiences comes with a lot of very purposed, psychological let's break down the barriers and get these kids into rehabilitation so i think if you don't understand that you miss this the stuff that nita's talking about Mm -hmm. here with the little animals Mm -hmm. and the smiles on their faces like a lot of these kids have literally never left the city yeah exactly they've been stars at night 
stars at night. Well, we take that for granted, yeah. you know, that you can, we go out in the yard and look up and, I mean, right. we've always had the stars, you know, and these yeah. kids, you know, all they see is city lights and, and yep. you know, smog or and traffic and mm-hmm. loud, yeah. you know, and you get so, out here in crickets. Yeah, so even an animal. Yeah. I heard my best friend from childhood one time, Katie, this is hilarious, <laughs> but my best friend from childhood, Jason Pumphrey, said something that stuck with me. We were up at Camp Davidson like 20 years ago, and our maintenance guy, Jerry Tyndall, we spotted some deer, but you would see deer mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And so Jerry goes, hey, Jason, look at the deer. And he goes, eh. <laughs> he goes, it's a whole family of them. You don't care. And he goes, man, I see them every day. If it was a rhinoceros, <laughs> then I'd stop and I'd take, take pictures. Notice. Yeah, I'd care. Right. So, like these kids, they might see a neighbor's dog or something or right. have a family right. cat, some of them. Yeah. But an alpaca? Right. Uh, a miniature cow? A zebu? You got to be yes. kidding me. This is like exotic almost wildlife safari face-to-face. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, and the only time that they may have gone to, like, a zoo to see some of the exotic animals is, like, on a school field trip or something. Right. And the other thing, too, to really remember about these kids is foster care kids, because they are wards of the state, they're not allowed to go to regular summer camp. So they can't just go to church camp or because of the the liabilities and the waivers that have to be signed. Mm -hmm. So that's why, too, this is so important because they may have never been able to go to a camp before. They also also spend a whole week seeing the family unit affirmed. Mm -hmm. So like what Royal Family Kids Camp do is they give all their counselors names. So like the senior volunteers, they'll refer to them as, you know, grandma, grandma and grandpa. Right. And the male uh, counselors are called Uncle mm-hmm. Sven or Uncle Stephen or Uncle right. Bill or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the females, you know, Aunt yeah. Sarah, Aunt Stephanie, that kind of thing. And so they're always seeing the... the and fam- then the younger ones are called cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're called yeah. cousins. So yeah. the family construct mm-hmm. is always being yeah. affirmed. But also... A whole week in what Wayne Tesh calls the theater of outdoors, learning right. about Jesus. Yes. Absolutely. And that is truly the only power, honestly, you guys, we can do all that we can, but yes. at the end of the day, oh my gosh. it is yeah. the Holy Spirit yes. that kind of meets us at the at the end of our own limitations as people. We yeah. say, Lord, we've done everything we can. Right. We have one week with most of these mm-hmm. kids. You have their only hope yeah. exactly. is in your hands that this is enough. And that you will take these little seeds and then work with them mm-hmm. everywhere else they're going to be for the rest of the year. We've seen time and time again, haven't we, Mom? Mm-hmm. These kids grow up through the Royal Family Kids program and they come back as counselors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. One week. One yes. week of camp every year. Samantha Orr, who was one of the worst cases of, of childhood abuse in the history of Missouri, right. grew up through Royal Family Kids Camp. And she's a part of their organization. Today would tell you that it's the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That she looked forward to from Friday, the day she left the camp, left, yeah. to 364 days later right, right. when she's on the bus headed back. Right. It was a countdown. And and it, and she, she gives it credit for how she's turned out and, and uh, the miraculous way that God has turned her life around. Yes, absolutely. And so I've got this running joke with the kids now. Every week I'll say, you know, when they're excited and we're getting close to Friday and they know they're going to have to go back home. I'll say, and you know where I'm going. Yes, I'll say, one of my favorite things. You know what the secret is to coming back forever, don't you? <laughs> there's a secret. There's a secret. There's. I could come back forever. <laughs> like you know what it is. I'll tell you. You want me to tell you? 
Yeah. <laughs> I say, you have to grow up and be a counselor. And the eyes of possibilities <laughs> oh, start yeah, whirling. Yeah. And I'm serious. I, and I've been, I started that like last year, and I'm mm -hmm. telling you, I'm waiting. Yeah. If I live long enough, mm -hmm. 20 years, 15 years from now, whatever, I want to live long enough to see one of the kids come back and apply for a mm -hmm. job and say, do you remember when you told me what the secret was? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. and then I want to see it. Then they'll start saying that. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> it's going to happen. It will happen. We've already had junior counselors that have graduated out are now junior counselors, yeah. which means they have to be 14, 15 years old, but they do get to come back. But the thing is, is that redirects their purpose in life. Yeah. It gives them a goal. It gives yeah. them something productive and a useful purpose to, to apply themselves to. What was one of your favorite memories this year, Mom? Well, uh, right now, I shared this on Skywatch just yesterday. Uh, you know, every year brings unique opportunities. And I always see things from a little bit different perspective <laughs> because of what I do. So I was invited to the tea party, and they, they invite me every year, and I've never done it. But this year, I thought, okay, out of curiosity, I'm going to go see what they do. And um, so we went there, and I was explaining how the tables were decked out, and they had these decadent little treats like bonbons <laughs> and yeah. I don't truffles and, and I don't even and little things I don't even know what you call them but they're chocolate and strawberries and, oh yeah I know what you mean you know, you know what I mean just yeah. these super fancy yeah fancy delicate little desserts just the table is full of them so like every, you get if you actually went to an actual yes. tea room, room. Right. Yes. exactly yes. yes so they try to give these kids yes. the, the full experience right mm -hmm. they had this little archway uh, made out of balloons and mm -hmm. But all the girls were missing. And um, so I'm like, okay, I wonder where the girl... And then all of a sudden, the designated camp grandpa mm -hmm. walked over to this archway, and they began to announce these girls. Well, and he's decked out, too. Oh, he's yeah. He's decked out in a full suit. I mean, Formal. he is yeah. right. sweating profusely because it's so hot. <laughs> exactly. But he's yeah. like, I'm going to sacrifice. This. And he's got his... Church shoes on. He's right. got yeah. his slacks, a shirt, a tie, a yep. suit coat. He's, He's got decked on. out. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Meet, and then they say the name. Meet little Sarah yeah. or whatever. And they tell how old this little child is. And then they tell what they liked about their dress. I did not bring those notes. I don't know why I didn't. I had them with me. But one little girl liked her dress because of the length. Mm -hmm. And because it was full length. And that made her feel super special well and she was a fairly tall slender yes. girl too so i'm sure finding a dress that actually fits her all the way yes. down yeah. is probably tricky right well these these little prom dresses that they wear are also dresses that were gifted to them by people who go shopping during the year now some of these are the people who put the tea party on and some of them are people who just i have this closet yeah doesn't right. i have a these things in my closet i don't need and they donate to this group yep. and then they bring these dresses and the little girls get to pick whichever one they want but now here's to me what was the clincher for these dresses is because this particular group actually hires an alterations lady yep, who comes seamstress. on site a seamstress and so it does not matter what size these girls pick mm -hmm. That's they so pick cool. the dress of their dreams, and then that lady will take that dress and alter it to fit her body style. That's what she does mm -hmm. for two or three days. She does this day and night. She's doing this. And then whenever these girls are ready for their announcement, they come walking underneath this archway with this beautiful dress that's been altered for that particular person while the, the grandpa escorts them to their table 
um, to their special place to sit, there's a little biography that's read. And um, I, I can't remember all of them, but the best... Ada does. Do you remember what they say? Yeah, so before the tea party, they ask the girls what their favorite hobbies are, what their favorite That's part right. of the dress is, what their favorite color is, what they dream to do when they become what an adult. What they want right. to do when they grow up. Yeah. So then they answer, and then there's these cards filled out. Mm-hmm. And so they'll announce, they'll be like, little Erin, her, her favorite, favorite color is blue, mm-hmm. and her favorite part of the dress is the sparkles. Yes. And when she, what she wants to do when she grows up is be a dog groomer. Yeah. And it's just so special and so sweet. Cause yeah, the, yeah, each girl, the way I remember you sharing this yesterday, each girl, they're speaking life and a future over yes. this young person. Right. Yes. They're saying, this is little Susan. Mm-hmm. She loves the color purple. Yep. She dreams to grow up and become a veterinarian, a veterinarian or a psychologist, firefighter, a firefighter, teacher, whatever. A kindergarten teacher. And, yeah. and so you've taken these children who have been told mostly that they have no value, they'll never right. do anything, they have they're no worthless. worth, get out of my sight, yeah. yep. who've been beaten and so forth. And for the first time, they're in this room that's like almost done up like a formal wedding. It's a formal. Wedding. Oh, it's, formal. it's yeah. very formal. If you were a normal, a totally advantaged child from a balanced home, you would not forget that night. Right. right. Yeah. You can imagine how paramount and epic it would be. Oh, my gosh. It would be otherworldly. It'd be like they'd step through a vortex. Exactly. And to they, this place where they're universally loved, and somebody is proclaiming over them. Exactly. That celebrating they will them. Celebrating. They, yeah. they can dream to yeah. grow up and have a future. Right. You can't, you can't imagine the impact. They're never well, going to forget these moments. These dreams that they say, and when she grows up, she would like to be a... Mm-hmm. And there's several of them. There was a kindergarten teacher, a traveling nurse. Yeah. A traveling um, nurse. Yeah. There was a kitten seller. Yeah. A kitten seller. Isn't that cute? I don't even know how that works. But that's but her dream. It's adorable. She has a dream. <laughs> right. She got to tell people her dream. Yeah. Right. And to her, that was an important and it was validated. Right. Absolutely. When it was announced, she's going to be a kitten seller. Right. So, well, and everybody, after they announce the girls, what they want to be when they grow up is the last thing that, that gets announced. So then everybody's like, yeah, you can do whatever yes. you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The affirmations are endless. One, one, one I want to make note of is that uh, when it comes to the dresses, there were several different reasons why they liked their dress. And like Nita said, one of them was a sparkle. One was the length. Mm-hmm. One was the fact it had a bustle on it. Mm-hmm. And then one of the little girls liked it because she got to match her sister. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was so cute because what a lot of people don't understand about these kids who come, we've seen this. We've seen it. We've seen where there's two or times. three kids. And so sometimes I think there was one family of four there was. Gr- uh, little kids that were from the same family. And while they're there, it's so fun to watch the interaction, how they're watching out for each other. Yeah. But this one little girl um, got to, to match her sister. And, you know, some of these kids don't get to see their sister or brother until they get to come to camp. Well, so, that's that's a huge thing. Yes. Did you did you hear that, guys? Did you hear that? Sometimes at camp, that's the only time they get to see their sibling because they're in separate foster, separate foster homes, homes because the system can't keep them together. Right. And that's just been heartbreaking that they come yep. to camp that's more trauma. to see and their so, sibling. Yes. And yeah. so then they're just inseparable yes. the whole time. The week. whole time. Exactly. Yeah. And so then on it's Friday, incredible. you understand why sometimes it's not just the camp. Mm-hmm. It's that yeah. connection right. to their sibling. That, well, I don't know when I'll see you again. Yeah. 
So this is one of the most life-changing and productive things we can do for our children oh, is to provide time, this canopy yeah. for these kids to come and have a little taste of what life is. Anyway, as they walk through these little um, archway, I choked up because my youngest daughter was little bitty and she was a daisy in Missionettes. Mm -hmm. um, she got at the talent festival, she got to sing I Am a Promise. I love that song. With her best mm -hmm. friend, Tanya. I've been singing it all night since Have you? yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song it's to get stuck reminder. in your head. Yes, it is. But these little kids, as they walk through there, I, I could hear that song. I am a promise. Mm -hmm. I'm a possibility. I'm a promise with a capital P. I'm a great big bundle of potentiality. And it's like my heart was like, yeah. these, this, what, I, and this I am is that song. to hear God's voice. Mm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I love that. Yes. At camp especially. Yes, you know. yes. So that was my highlight when I got to see these little kids yeah. come through and realize that they have a potentiality and a future. Mm -hmm. Get made to feel like Miss America. Yes. You know? Yes. So that's life-changing. And then comes after all of the delicious foods that are brought forth out of food service, uh, which is this big, giant, like, delicious Cordon Bleu, mm -hmm. chicken cordon bleu with mashed potatoes and some steamed broccoli. Well, the kids are also served, so they, yeah. they're they also being treated like princesses. They sit down at their table, yeah. their food is brought to them. Mm -hmm. It's just so magical. And the tea party isn't just about them throwing on a dress and then right. eating. And no, for sure. Oh, yeah. Going back to activities. They spend all morning doing their nails, mm -hmm. yep. their hair, their mm -hmm. makeup, and there's each stations that they go to getting ready, and then they get their dress on, and then they walk up to where the lunch area is, and then they see how beautiful it is, and mm -hmm. their faces light up, and then they'll all introduced. And then the shoes is what kills me. Oh, because same. Shoes same. Is, uh, yes, yes. Some of them, they're like full, full size, like women size, size high heel. And their foot is like this big. And so I they're know. like kind of clunking clip, around. Clip, it's like, so yeah, cute. it is so cute though, because it, it's that quintessential picture that you always see with little girls, you know, with, with the pearls and they're wearing their mommy's high heels and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's so much that, but it's just so it's cute. It's so cute. It's so cute, and it's kind of rare if you find a heel that actually matches the size of, of the, the child's yeah, foot. So little. foot. Because <laughs> yeah. half the time their foot is like this big, and they're wearing like a woman's size nine. It's just like <laughs> so cute. Another thing that they do at the tea party is, like I said before, is that they're actually being handed their food, so they don't have to get up once mm -hmm. they sit down. It's like going to a fancy restaurant. Yeah, but just without ordering the food. Right. The theme of the tea party was Joseph, so they had like rainbow balloons and mm -hmm. streamers, yeah. and and when they're eating, a lady walks up and she she tells these kids about Joseph and how he had so many ups and downs in his life, mm -hmm. but he still kept following God, yeah. and how he persevered, yeah. and how these kids are still always loved by God and should always follow God no matter what happens to them. Mm -hmm. And so she's talking about her testimony and Joseph's testimony while these kids eat, just a short little devotion. And then when the kids are done eating, they don't have to get up and throw their plates away. Um, somebody asks them like they would at a restaurant, are you done with your plate? And they'll be like, mm -hmm. yes, I am. <laughs> and, then, and then so they'll take the plate. And then my favorite part, because I go to the tea party every year. It's 
My favorite part. My shocked yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> Once they are all done eating, they all got their dessert, we get up and there's a dance party. Mm-hmm. Which I just love so much because I get the opportunity to connect more with these kids mm-hmm. and I get to see more into what they do as a camp instead of just working right mm-hmm. at the just the rock wall right. or the horses. Mm-hmm. And so I'm dancing with these kids and this one kid that came up to me and she really didn't really talk to me very much. She's so tiny. She had the huge heels on she took them off she came up to me and just started grabbing my hands and she starts dancing with me i'm like oh so we're doing this now that's cool (laughs) and then she wanted a picture with me and so she got a picture with me and they're they put it in the photo album but it's just such a cool experience such a awesome experience to be at the tea party. It's cool that they have a camp photographer yeah. that yeah. memorializes for yeah. these kids these moments. Yeah. Right. Well, and somebody should probably explain that too here in a little bit, but Yeah. But I love getting dressed up. And since I am working all morning and stuff, I don't I don't have time to do makeup or hair, but I still have enough time to throw on like a nice dress. And so all these girls are like, Oh, I love your dress. I'm like, No, I love yours. Yours is yeah. so pretty. It's <laughs> your shape. That's so cute. gorgeous. And I wore some like thick heels, so I kind of had to bend down for this smaller girl, and she's just like this mm. to me, and I'm like bending down, and then she starts pulling my arm towards where they're doing pictures, and there's like a line, and she's like, "Picture with me, picture with me." I'm like, "Well, we gotta, we gotta wait a second. Hold on, can you, can you wait in line?" She's like, "No, I want a picture with yeah. you." What are you missing? She's I like, want a picture. <laughs> I want it now. Uh, she got her heels on for the picture. Oh. So we got a picture, and it was so sweet. It was just yeah. a sweet moment. Mm. I love, love the tea party. Can't wait for next year. Part of the reason that we are able to do everything that we do at Whispering Ponies is because of viewers like you that have helped to support Whispering Ponies Ranch and Skywatch TV. You can visit skywatchtvstore.com, and in the left-hand side, you'll see a donate button, and there's multiple different options that you can choose from on how you would like to support our ministry. There was no way we were going to cover everything that we wanted to talk about and share with you guys today. So how about we come back next week? Would you guys like that? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. So please join us next week as we finish this amazing discussion of what we do at Whispering Ponies Ranch. We'll see you next week in the Simply His Coffee Shop. <laughs>